Hello Saints, Pastor Stenbanga by here. I hope you are doing very well. Uh, today I just want to share uh, a message with you uh, entitled Understanding Times and Seasons. I believe this is the time to understand the times and seasons that we are living in. And we can only do that by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. So may you listen to this message and may you be blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, first Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32 I will read and of the children of Issachar which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do and uh, okay, I'll come again. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were 200, and all their brethren were at their commandment. So I'm interested in the first part, which says the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Amen. Right, so uh, the Bible here is talking about the children of Issachar. You know, some uh, uh, some translations say the sons of Issachar, right? So basically when we are saying the sons of Issachar or the children of Issachar, we are basically talking of the descendants of the tribe of Isaac, right? You know that Jacob had uh, 12, 12 sons, which became the 12 uh, tribes of Israel. We have the tribe of Judah, tribe of uh, Levi, tribe of Simeon, of Gad, and so forth. So we also have the tribe of Isaac. So here the sons of Isaac that the Bible is talking about, they are basically the descendants uh, of Issachar, which is the tribe of what? Of Issachar. So the Bible is telling us that these uh, children of Issachar had a special ability that they had. And that special ability that they had was that they had the understanding of the times. And because they uh, had the understanding of times, they knew what Israel uh, ought to do based on what, on the knowledge that they had, based on the understanding of the times that they had. So basically, they had the understanding of times, they had the understanding of seasons. Now, God is the one who defines times and seasons. It's not people who do that. It is God. So when you look uh, into the Bible, you are also going to see that God defined times and seasons. Let's look at the book of Genesis, chapter 1, for example, in verse 14. The Bible tells us that God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to do what? To divide the day from the night and to separate the day from the night. But also 
for signs and seasons, right? I'll take verse 14 again. It says, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for uh, signs and for seasons and for days and years. So when God created the sun and the moon and the stars, it wasn't only for them to give light. But if you look closely, the Bible is saying, and let them be for signs and for seasons. So it's not only for light. It's not only for demarcating day and night, but they are also for signs and for what? And for seasons. A good example is that when you read in the Bible, uh, the Bible says, uh, or the Bible talks about what is called the day of the Lord. How will we know, right, that the day of the Lord is here? How will we know that this is the time that was prophesied in the Bible about the day of the Lord? How do we know that we are in the time? Right? So the Bible tells us that the sun, for example, shall be darkened and the moon shall not give you a light. That is one good example, right? The Bible uh, says the moon shall be turned into blood, right? Which basically talks about blood moons. Just before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. So when you see these signs, Jesus talked about them. They know that the day of the Lord is at the door, right? So uh, uh, God here is using signs in the sun, signs in the moon, signs in the stars to depict times and seasons. Because the moment you see those things, now you can tell, surely we are now in this time that the Lord prophesied about. Right. So basically, these are the signs uh, 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 that uh, will show us when the day of the Lord is come. And these are the signs in the sun and the moon. So basically, that will also tell you why the sun and the moon and the stars were created. Not for light only, but for times and seasons. So uh, most importantly as well, the children of Israel used the moon to track their calendar. So for example, a new month began at the new moon. They did not use the sun, right, to demarcate months and seasons. They used the moon, all right? So their feast days, for example, were based on the moon. My feast days, the feast of tabernacles, and Passover, Vanashi, Feast of Unleavened Bread, all those feasts, they were based on the moon. So they used the moon to tell time, to tell times and seasons. Uh, so uh, the purpose of the sons of Issachar, the Bible is basically told us that they had understanding of the times. The purpose of the sons of Issachar in the uh, 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 nation of Israel was basically to determine the days, the times, the seasons for the whole nation of Israel, right? 
and as such Israel would know what to do. So uh, you now understand that that tribe of Isaac, that is the tribe that was entrusted with telling times. They are the ones who would tell you that now it is the new moon. So it's now time for this feast. Now this is the time to do this. They had understanding of the times. So uh, maybe you may uh, think that this might have been a natural skill. It's not a natural skill. Of course, it's a skill that can be developed based on uh, maybe observing the moon, the sun, and the stars, and things like that. But here we are talking about something that goes beyond a natural skill. We are talking about an anointing that comes from God. In other words, the sons of Issachar had an anointing to understand times and seasons. They had such an anointing to understand. So, Panapa, uh, in this chapter, First uh, Chronicles chapter 12, if you go, for example, to back to chapter, te- uh, chapter 10, I mean, right? In chapter 10, that's when the house of Saul dies in battle. And in chapter 11, David was anointed to be king over all what? Over all Israel. So basically the time uh, that we, we hear about this anointing of the children of Issachar is when David became king over all Israel. So basically there were other people who were still clinging to Saul. And then others who decided to join David. But what is that telling us? It's telling us that the children of Issachar joined themselves to David because they had understanding of the times. They now knew that this time is a time of transition. Even when the time to embrace the new has come. Even when a time of transition is come, people should know whether it's time for a new king or it's time for the old king. So here, you know, it's very, very interesting. Uh, if you read, for example, First Chronicles chapter 10, verse 13, the cause of Saul's death. But when Saul, Saul died for his transgression which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. All right? And inquired not of the Lord, therefore he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesus. So what was the cause of Saul's death? He died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, against the word of the Lord. So Saul was a rejected king. And the reason Saul Agabinda problem is because he what? He transgressed against the word of the Lord. He had no respect 
to the word of the Lord. And moreover, he consulted a familiar spirit. So sometimes as nations, as kingdoms, we would have sinned grievously against the Lord. But sometimes we, we, we don't even know. Right now, when we look at the world, yes, not the world sinned greatly against the Lord. Certainly we have sinned greatly against the Lord. And people who have understanding of the times and the seasons should also know that when a, 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 a problem as big as this has befallen the world, what should people do? The Bible tells us that if uh, 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 my people who are called by my name, you begin to see these things befalling you, befalling your nation, then seek the Lord and pray, repent of your sins, and then the Lord will bring healing. So even when uh, the prophet Samuel spoke to Saul, Saul refused to repent. He began justifying himself. So even when we speak the word of the Lord to people, rather than repenting and turning to the Lord, people begin to justify themselves. Mm -hmm. Right now we are hearing people who are even uh, attacking pastors instead of being what? Submissive. Mm -hmm. They are saying, okay, so where are you pastors now? Are you afraid of the corona? Mm -hmm. You see now, mm -hmm. instead of you being humble and seeking the Lord, you are also busy speaking against the, uh, the, the servants of God. Why should the servants of God fight for you when you don't fear God? Why should they pray for you when you don't fear God? It's time for you to fear God. So the children of Issachar had understanding of the times. They knew that uh, Saul was rejected by God. And God is now bringing in a new season. And God is now bringing in a new leader. God is now bringing in a new king. So why should we, you know, it's, it's so interesting that uh, uh, there are people who are not uh, cleaving to David when they knew that the house of Saul had been killed and defeated. There was clear evidence from the beginning that David was the chosen king. Remember, he had already killed Goliath. It was known. And the fact that uh, uh, Saul was fighting against David, it was clear evidence that Saul knew that he had been rejected and David was now the chosen king. So it can sometimes take people so long for them to tell what is in plain sight. It was time for David to be accepted as king by the people. It was time for David to begin to rule over the kingdom of Israel, the whole kingdom of Israel, and bring in the blessing of God. Because the blessing always follows the one whom the Lord has anointed. So what am I trying to say? In this time that we are in, we need this anointing that the children of Issachar had. I call it the Issachar anointing. That anointing which enables us to discern, to be able to discern the times and the seasons. Mm. 
that anointing that enables us to tell what time it is. Because the Bible tells us that because the children of Issachar had understanding of the times, then they knew what Israel should, uh, should do. They knew what Israel ought to do because they knew the times. So if we have this anointing, this Issachar anointing, we should basically know what time it is. The world will not be able to know. But those that have the spirit and the anointing of God should be able to tell what time it is. And because we are able to tell what time it is, then we should be able to know what to do. We should be able to know. You know, ever since I was born, I've never seen something like this. So if I've never seen something like this, why should I uh, hold it as, as business as usual? I, I tell you the truth, there are some people who have not changed. Even when we are in such a time as this. You know, it's very interesting. Uh, I, I saw someone who commented saying, uh, you know, Lucky Dube, you know, Lucky Dube is dead. Spoke something like this. He said, uh, there shall be no schools anymore. But only hospital. Mm. And many people thought he was mad. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and now people are asking, was he a prophet or not? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, right? But what I can tell you is that that statement which he spoke at that time, right on the statement is not so, but now it will make a sense. For sure, no school. But hospitals are in overdrive. So even when we speak the things of God, sometimes they won't make sense to you. But there's a day when it will begin to make sense. When we tell people, worship the Lord, well, there's still time. They will say, ah, we, we have all the time that we, uh, we, we need in this world. But right now, surely, these words can ring a bell in your life to say, surely, So all these things that were prophesied in the word of God, they will surely come to pass. But as the children of God, we need that Isaac anointing to be able to tell what time it is. What time it is. And fall into line, fall into line with the Holy Spirit and begin to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. Begin to jog in step with the Holy Spirit so that the purposes of God are accomplished in the earth. This time that we are in is not uh, an ordinary time. Mm. Things are going to change drastically. Mm. And they've already, you know, started changing already because people are now beginning to change the way they live. Mm. People are begin, beginning to improvise. Mm. People are beginning to, to look for new ways mm. of making maybe life better, life bearable. Mm. 
in such a time as this. Which means even when, as we emerge out of this lockdown period, things are going to change. They will never be the same again. There are things that uh, have been set in motion right now in the realm of the spirit. And it takes those that are tuned to the spirit to tell, you know, things are not well. You know, sometimes when we talk about these things, people will begin to say, Avatanga, we conspiracy theories and things like that. Mm. People say that because they are not tuned to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Do you really understand the time that we are in? Or we are simply using, you know, uh, the news, or we are simply using your natural understanding? What is the Holy Spirit saying? Mm. You know, there are a lot of people... Uh, you know, it, it, it's very good to have a theological argument. To just look in the scriptures and have a theological argument and say, for example, ah, this is not the end of the world. Of course, we are not saying it is the end of the world, right? But a good theological argument is one which is also begged by the witness of the Spirit. Are you just saying what you are saying because you are quoting scripture or you are saying what you are saying because you are quoting scripture and that the Holy Spirit is the one that is also guiding you you know you can be shown something today by the Holy Spirit and it will not make sense to even people who read the Bible but we are spiritual people we are people who depend on the Spirit so we depend on what the Holy Spirit is showing us and when the Holy Spirit has shown us what he has shown us, then we support that with scripture because he will not speak something that is against scripture. So the two must agree, the word and the spirit. If you have the word only, you can be lost. If you have the spirit only, then you can, be, yeah, you can also be lost because the devil can also deceive you. So you need the word and the spirit and those two need to be balanced. Then you can be able to tell what the Holy Spirit is actually saying what the Lord is saying, and what the Lord is doing mm. at such a time as this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Mm. So we are in a time of transition. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a time of, of transition. The coming of the Lord is drawing near so fast. We are drawing so close, so close to the coming of the Lord. And as we draw close to the coming of the Lord, there are things that must be set in motion on the earth. But they start in the realm of the Spirit and then they begin to manifest. So as we draw near and near to the coming of the Lord, there are going to be seismic changes, great changes on the earth. And those changes, they are coming to prepare Number one, the church first. The church must be prepared for the coming of the Lord. So how can the church be prepared? I, I, you know, what the Holy Spirit is laying on my heart right now is that this is a wake-up call. The Bible says, Arise you that sleepeth. Christ will give you life. So it's a wake-up call to people to say, Hey, church, wake up. Something is up. Wake up. 
Begin to seek the Lord. Begin to do, do the will of God. Begin to be hot for the Lord. For the coming of the Lord is at hand. Wake up. Wake up. My God, I need to repeat this. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up, church. Wake up. The world sleeps, but the church must wake up because it is time for revival. It is time for us to be revived. It is time for us to receive a measure of an anointing from God to begin to proclaim this gospel with power. As we begin to see the signs of the end beginning to manifest, because we are in that time, as we begin to see, then the church must rise up and begin to exercise the power and the authority. It is time to begin to preach the true word of God. Not to begin to preach things, you know, that, that waste people's time. You know, Jesus taught us this, that it's not time to concentrate on perishables. It is time to concentrate on the imperishables. It's not time to concentrate on the corruptible. It's time to concentrate on the incorruptibles. It's not time to seek all these things. It's time to seek the kingdom of God. Then God's provision will automatically come into our lives. Jesus even said, for this is what the Gentiles do. Because Gentiles simply means unbelievers. This is what the unbelievers do. They spend their time seeking these things. But you don't be like that. But the problem that the church had, it was like the Gentiles. We lived like the Gentiles. So now when this period comes in, when people are locked in in their homes, it's time to reflect. Because, you know, when it comes to unbelievers, what is their life? Their life is their jobs. Their lives is their entertainment. Their lives is their money. Their life is their business. Their life is earthly joy. That is what their life is. When they say, they are talking about these earthly things. But then Jesus says, don't be like that. So now this is a wake up call to the world to say, you need to now change your focus and begin to look at the Lord. And begin to look at God. Raise up your eyes. All this time, you know, a, a, a pig is hard for a pig to look upwards. Right? You know what I'm back at? There's a pass. Looking for useless things. It eats useless things. But the Lord is saying, now you need to look up. Raise up your eyes and begin to look up and begin to see. It's time to look at the Lord. It's time to receive the salvation of God. It's time to see that all these other things are done. What is most important is eternal life. Now we are coming into that time, fast approaching that time, when upheavals will begin to happen on this earth. This is a time of sorrows. It marks the beginning of a time of sorrows. 
strange things will happen on the earth. Strange happenings will see strange happenings. But the children of God do not fear. It is the, it is a time to cleave to the Lord. It is a time to begin to walk with God. It is a time to begin to be strong in the Lord. It is a time to begin to be a strong witness of Christ, a strong witness of the gospel. Bring many into the kingdom at such a time as this. Because the time that you are in are evil. The time that are coming, they are evil. Be prepared for the coming of the Lord because it is near. So, um, I've spoken a lot. So, I would want to end this message at uh, this moment in time. I said the children of Issachar have the understanding of times. And what Israel ought to do. So, you need that Issachar anointing, which is basically an anointing which enables you to be able to discern the times and seasons. And because you have that ability, that uh, 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 supernatural ability that comes by the Holy Spirit to be able to discern times and seasons, then you'll be able to know what you ought to do. And you'll also be able to guide people so that they also know what they ought to do. So I'm praying today for this Issachar anointing to come upon your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So allow me just to pray at this moment in time so that may, uh, this uh, uh, special anointing comes upon you. I know the Holy Spirit is in your life. The Holy Spirit is in you. But we need that uh, dimension of the Spirit to be activated in your life. That dimension of the Spirit. So that beginning today, you begin to know what the Lord is doing. You begin to align with what the Lord is doing at such a time as this. We shouldn't be blind because we are the seed of God. We are a people of light. We should not be blind. We should see. We should understand and discern the time. So, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we just want to thank you, Father, at this moment in time, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are praying, O oh, Father, as the word is made known unto us that the children of Issachar were men that had understanding of the times. They understood the seasons uh, to know what Israel ought to do. We are also praying that as your children, we may have this anointing upon our life. May this anointing be activated upon our life today that we may begin to know the times, that we may begin to understand the times, begin to uh, understand the seasons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. At such a time as this, we want to know what you are doing. We don't want to know what the world is doing. We don't want to know what the world leaders are doing. We want to know what you, Lord, are doing because you have set these times beforehand. And we are seeing the unraveling of your word. We are seeing, oh, Father God, the fulfillment of your word. And we know that you are at the door and you are coming for, for, for your people. You are coming, oh, Father God, uh, to take your people. And uh, 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 deep darkness is going to cover this earth. Great evil is going to cover this earth. But, but Lord, we don't want to be overtaken, oh, Father God. We don't want to be overtaken because we are the people of light. So we are praying, oh, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that may this dimension of the Spirit be activated in, in our lives so that we may begin to know and understand the times and the seasons and that we may begin to know what we should do and begin to do it 
and also be able to guide the people of Father God so that they also know what to do at such a moment and such a time as this. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.